Oh, sorry. Hold on. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> if only you I saw me just now. Well, I was, well, I was moving. Um, I was moving something around because mm. I need to. Anyway, mm. it's a long story, but I was moving something around, and as I was doing it, it got really quiet, and I was like, "Oh no!" But yeah, okay. I took a, a huge deep breath, and then you just deflated me. So yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> it, it's all good. That's what I do. I, I know. You have to keep me down. You have to keep me grounded, level. So keep you down, jeez. No, I mean level, level, grounded, like you know, from getting like too big headed or something. So yeah, sure, dig the hole deeper. I'm not for you. Push the knife in deeper. I was trying well, to compliment to. you. Keep, keep you grounded. Me, you keep, keep me you sane. Down. You keep me down to earth, sane, and um, yeah. Whatever. FX presents the Indie Podcast with your host, T. Sterling Watson. Good morning, Indubia. <laughs> I'm T. Sterling Watson. And I'm Courtney. <laughs> this is the Indu Podcast, where morning drive time meets late night talk show, and we aim to entertain, enlighten, provide an auditory escape. Thank you for stopping by and pressing play. This is episode 103. How you doing? I am fabulous. How are you? I, I'm great. Um, still with uh, someone poking holes in my, my little uh, my inflation, but that's okay. It's all good. It's... <laughs> Well, you know, <laughs> I was I was going for a record because um, oh, the the Indubian World Record book uh, is still being written, so I wanted to see what I could do with that book today. So uh, yeah, gotcha. I feel I feel well, I, I broke the last record, which was probably episode seventy three. Not really. I don't know. The I'm Indub- really really sorry. So the Indubian scholars can go back and look. It's all good. I'm just messing with you. I was really wondering mm-hmm. what you were going to do or say, like, seriously. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> and you got what you got my response. So, yeah, yeah. I, I needed the world to know my um, lung strength or the amount of air. Like, I can project, I can speak for a while without having to take a breath, or even if that's just one single note, like I was doing. So, you know, needed the world to know these facts about me. And and you have inched us that much closer to finding more about you. So I know, right? Congrats! Yes, I removed another uh, layer from the from the onion. From the onion that is me. I was trying to find another descriptive word. I wanted to use corporeal, but I don't think that's quite what I mean. I don't think that's accurate. No, yeah. yeah. Um, I like onion. Just onion. Well, I was going to say corporeal onion. Mm. That would suggest that the onion, I guess, has a soul. Well, I do have a soul. See, now I'm comparing myself to an onion, and I don't think I like that because, as you know, I'm not a fan of onions. And uh, did I know that? 
You did know that, yes, because I think we... Well, there's a, a handful of foods that I don't like that you're like, why don't you like this? Because I feel that way about onions. I feel like onions kind of make everything better, so you're missing out on a lot. Yeah, and I'm the exact opposite. Like, it ruins the food as soon as it touches it. Are you serious? As soon as how like it's in the room, like my dad is eating a sandwich and all of a sudden the room smells like onions. I don't, I'm not a fan of raw onions, but like onions that are cooked into dishes. Oh, it doesn't matter. Mm. Raw, cooked. Are you serious? I'm right serious. Now? Yes. They I do. Even... They do horrible things to me. They, what, what? The things what? I, sh- I, I shan't say on this like <laughs> public forum. But it's not pleasant to be around me if I consume onions unknowingly because it's just like, you are foul. Why are you here? Do you get crazy gas? Crazy gas. It's just breath. I smell it. I feel like I smell like it. Like I just exude onion gases. Just foul odors. Just, not, I don't even want to call it aroma. Odors. It's no odor. It just comes from me. and I And I hate it. So... I just avoid them at all costs. There's certain meatballs that are made with onions. I think they might be Italian meatballs. I'm not sure. My mom doesn't buy them anymore. And then I just, we, well, we made sure like which ones were producing the offense. So we just avoided those onions from, not onions. <laughs> we avoided those meatballs from, from henceforth. And uh, yeah. Wow. I just, I don't even know what to say. Like, what do you say to such atrocity? Like, uh, I don't know. I mean, the, it, at least it's a reason. At least it's just me not saying, hey, these are gross. I'm saying these have yeah, a yeah. negative effect on me. I so. guess. See, I mean, other other times, other foods, sure. I'm just like, ew, these are gross. But this this just, it just doesn't like me. So that's why I just stay away. Because I like to be around people sometimes. I really had to throw that sometimes in there quick. But, you know, I want to be social. And sometimes. right, sometimes. And if I do consume something with onions, that mm-hmm. keeps me from the times like I feel like I want to be social. I'm like, oh, like living your best life. Exactly. Or maybe I wanted to go out to the movie theater on like a Thursday night and everyone's there and I just yeah. something with onions. And now everyone is looking at me for like three and a half hours because Avengers Endgame is coming back. So, yeah. When is that coming back, by the way? It'll be this weekend. Hmm. For yeah. just the weekend or longer? That, that part I'm not sure. And I th- I feel like if they were smart, maybe they would do it for just the weekend. That makes it really super exclusive. Because mm-hmm. all they really need is just $45 million just to pass Avatar. So, so and, and the point of this like second release is because of like some deleted scenes or, or some missing scenes or whatever? They are supposedly adding uh, end credit scenes at the end. Well, what? obviously at the end. <laughs> and because the fans, because, you know, people like us, of course, we're going to go. And if obviously. they're going to add some extra things, but they're also doing because, hey, you know, we're that close to breaking that record. We're going to go for it. But I just need them to extend it through the weekend because I will most likely not be able to watch this weekend. I'll be That's going out true. of town for work. But and and even if I did have time to watch it, I wouldn't spend it in the theater. I would want to go like explore the city that I'm going to. So exactly. I hope I hope that they extend it just a touch so I can partake. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I hope that they do it for two to three weeks. 
there that way and it included you on that. Thank you. You're, you're very I, I welcome. I really greatly appreciate that. You're very, Good very welcome. Out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I personally haven't been to the movies um, and I was doing really well. Like I was hitting the movies like maybe once or twice a week for the last couple Peace. months. Yeah. I mean, again, shout out to AMC and their A-list club. But uh, yeah, things happened such as um, Betty. I'm, I don't know if I've actually Betty? even told you. Yes. No. Betty, Betty. Betty is the name of my new car. <gasps> she has a name. Oh yes. my gosh. I knew about her. I just didn't know about the name. Yes. Um, and I had a little going back and forth and I don't know why I was struggling with it. Uh, at first I gave it to Twitter just to see what they suggested. Um, shout out to, um, how am I going to, call her i want to call her my paid intern but southern cynic who does a lot of help for me just pulling out clips and things um but she was the first person to suggest betty betty was the name i was actually thinking of even before the keys were placed in my hand and i have this thing where each car i want to name after a soul singer that i really really like the first car that i had was a black nissan uh ultima that name was Sam or Samantha, but it was named after Sam Cook. The second car, uh, the Honda Accord, was Alice, whom I recently wrote about and then recited that reading a couple weeks ago. And that video is on my Patreon. I believe it's on my Patreon. That was named after Al Green. And this car here, this new Honda Fit that I have, mm-hmm. is named Betty, but spelled B-E-T-T-Y-E. Named mm-hmm. after Betty Swan. Okay. So this this nice. is this is my awareness, or yeah, my, I'm giving trying to make people more aware of Betty Swan if they're not already aware. Mm-hmm. So she came around the time like Aretha Franklin and a lot of the other soul singers in that period, the '60s and I think maybe the '70s. Mm-hmm. And I I don't remember how I stumbled across her, but since then I'm like. She's amazing. Like, I love her voice. She's so unique. Some of the instrumentation in some of her songs sounds so, mm-hmm. um, I want to say progressive or just ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. Particularly the song Lonely for You, which is not a, well, I mean, it, the lyrics are sad, but it's a very upbeat, up tempo, fun mm-hmm. song. And you're sad, but you're happy about it. Yes. And it's also okay. sonically, you need both headphones on like you can't have one earbud because you're going to miss half the instrumentation yeah i love songs like that yeah full immersion yes exactly however that's actually how i discovered how intricate the song was because on one side you hear the drums and how like complex they are well to me anyway Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. on the other side you hear a lot of the the piana being played and it's Mm -hmm. just did you say the piana i did yes Oh, okay. Because, okay. I mean, it cool, just, cool, cool. yeah, it's just, it just gets you. So, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, play that piano. Just do it. So, yeah. It's, I mean, there's a whole more, a whole bunch more instruments in there. Some, maybe some guitars and some horns. But it's, it's, it's great. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. guitars, I'm sorry. Or guitars. <laughs> guitars, that's what they are. You got your guitars, you got your pianos. And um I'm trying to think of any other. In the back. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> Did he win anything last night? I missed the BT Awards, and I feel like I really like. I normally don't watch them, but the way they were talking about him on Twitter today, I'm like, oh wow, I think I really missed something last night. A lot of memeable moments, apparently, because I didn't watch it either. But 
a lot of memeable moments. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if that's a, a good thing or a bad thing or just an in-between, you know, indifferent type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I have to catch one of the mini replays. Maybe we'll see. Yeah. I've been debating that as well because there's like so much on, and we talk about this every week, but it's like, do I want to devote a couple hours to that? If I <laughs> already know who, but I'm really watching it for the performances at that point. So yeah, I I'm, heard some good performances, um, heard of some good performances last night. So maybe we're checking out. Maybe, maybe. Uh, speaking of things that are on, uh, the night we're recording this is the return of Legion. So, oh my God, I didn't know that. Yes, 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 indeed. Um, didn't know that. But it's it's okay. I, I think to, I'm behind the season. I never watched season two. So I can't I, watch tonight anyway. I, I know. I, I knew you couldn't. I didn't want to like <laughs> you know rub it in or anything. I just like I wanted to give you a gentle reminder because you're still working your way through other things and rewatching Flash. I don't know where you are in your <laughs> TV life right now, but you're rewatching stuff I've seen a few times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's it's therapy, it's self care. You know? it, it is, it is, and I and I'm not not mad about it at all. And my sister and I were talking about it recently because she was like minorly groaning about my brother in law's obsession with The Simpsons. So that's what he will watch over and over again. Mm-hmm. And she will watch. Well, I don't want to say she'll watch it over and over again, but she found herself in a Matlock marathon, so she was watching that. And I don't know. I don't have a. I remember watching Matlock as a kid, but never really fully knowing what was going on. I just like I don't even remember like sometimes at the beginning of an episode. I just might yeah. remember the title card. Or I just remember it just being on and it being a very long show. That's what I remember. I remember it coming on or just it being on and it being boring and dry. And <laughs> that's it. But I was, I, I don't know how old I would have been at that time, but I wouldn't have been interested in that show. <laughs> so, right. You know, I'm, I'm older now. I could give it a, give it a chance, you know, after mm-hmm. one of my rewatches and see, see what it's sneak about. It in. Yeah. Sneak it in and just like, okay, let's just see what this Matlock fella is about in his white suits. So, but I, I think I was misled a little bit because as a child, sometimes it's easy to manipulate them. And her, my sister's telling me that like, oh yeah, it's funny. So I'm sitting there kind of waiting for like the laughter, the background laughter that happened. And I'm like, this, this isn't funny. There's nothing funny happening here. I, I'm, I feel it's like definitely here. not funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess what she meant was the more mature humor and it's, yeah. it wasn't a sitcom, which is. No, I think, you know, and I, I don't know much about Matlock. So listeners, y'all will have to correct me, but I do feel like there's a lot of dry humor in it. Um, I think that's what from, she meant. Yeah. But I don't know nothing else about the show. So, and as a child, of course I missed all the dry humor because mm-hmm. I was looking for something you know, like cartoons or something. And yeah, something definitely bold. Definitely didn't get that. Yeah, slapstick. Exactly. <laughs> Just some pratfalls and all of those things. <laughs> and I needed to know back then when to laugh. I needed that canned laughter, that studio exactly. audience. Right, right, right. Which, by the way, I really dislike now. Like, I... It's the worst. It is. I like, don't like being told. Forever. Yeah. You don't like, you don't know my life. You don't run anything around here. Stop to, telling me when to laugh. That it wasn't, wasn't That funny. wasn't funny. That wasn't funny. Right. It was don't. not funny. The last, the last show that I allowed it, oh no, actually that's a lie because um, it changed from to one day at a time. They have canned laughter, and I actually laughed at that. 
that show is amusing. Although it, I have a str- I struggle watching that show sometimes because it is funny, but it also will kind of ju- like just stab you in the heart a couple times. And I'm like, I came here to laugh. I don't want to feel. <laughs> Why are you doing this? And so well, that's I, the sign of a really good show is when they can like gut punch you and you don't even see it coming, but you also love it at the same time. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to go like down a, a flash rabbit hole because that, <laughs> that is I wasn't even talking about the flash, but now that you mention it, <laughs> it does describe that show. Yes. Um, yes. Two eighteen. But the show I was going to say that I was the last show I accepted was how I met your mother. Although that show does it too. Occasionally we mm-hmm. do have some, some sentimental moments. I'm like, Oh, that, that was, that was a special feeling there. But <laughs> The one of the like these shows back in the nineties, I'll allow it. Like Seinfeld, I'll still watch that over and over again. And I occasionally I will laugh when the rest of the audience laughs too. So but that show was actually funny. I said it. Mm-hmm. There there are people who argue that the show is not funny at all, and I don't know what's wrong with them. So I, I don't know. But I'm one of those people who've only seen like two episodes. Oh. Okay, well Yeah, that's it. It it is on Hulu, just I mean, you're, it's, I don't think it's, I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about <laughs> off mic. We'll, we'll get into it off mic. Um, but back to okay. the reason why I don't like the canned laughter because of um, one of the writers, I don't remember what show, but obviously a show, I think it might've been Arrested Development, where mm-hmm. they feel all of that, that's time wasted. They only have 23 minutes to tell their story mm-hmm. and having them do the ha 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 and however long that is. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's taking time away where they could be writing more jokes. So I would have to agree. I mean, I feel like with the canned laughter, it's, it's like a, like a comedy um, routine setup. You've got the, now I don't know all the components, but where you have to set it up and then you have to like sink the punchline and then they laugh or whatever. It's, it's it is a lot of time and it's mm-hmm. a lot of investment. Like, just, just, just give it to me, and then let me go. Okay, <laughs> right, let me right. let me laugh internally. Let me continue laughing five minutes later after y'all have moved on. That's what, to me. That's what makes it even funnier. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just let me be. You know, let me be. Exactly, and and part of it too is it's definitely in our rewatch lives. We can go back and rewatch it, and like we may not laugh as hard, but then we can catch the next joke that we missed because we were laughing so hard the first time. Exactly. Exactly. It's a whole, it's a whole setup, man. It is. It is. And I appreciate that. And the writers that do that and the shows that do that mm-hmm. such, such as the office, uh, parks mm-hmm. and rec. Uh, yep. Oh yeah. My personal favorites being arrested development and 30 rock there. I, they, those shows are jam packed, like with jokes, some of them obvious, some of them not so much like, just the other day, I was just thinking about a joke from 30 Rock where Liz Lemon, who's played by Tina Fey, just in case for those who don't know, uh, she is pretending that she's miming, like getting a drink, and then she drops the glass, miming dropping a glass. She's not actually holding one, but she mimes, she drops a glass, and the camera pans down to where the glass fell and then pans back up to her. <laughs> for me, that was brilliant. Yeah. That's something... Like- yeah, you're you're so extra, but it works. <laughs> yeah, like even the camera is looking at a, an invisible glass. Like that was brilliant. <laughs> and then she goes back to miming, sweeping it up, and Jack's on the other end is like, "No, anchor it." So, so because she wasn't doing it correctly. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Ah, uh, that that show is so brilliant for me. That is my self care show. Like I would put that on and just let it go. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I love it so much. It's so, important to have one, you know. 
It is. And it's good to have a few uh, because mm-hmm. another one would be Psych. Because that mm-hmm. one for me is a little longer. So that way I can actually put put that on. Well, Amazon Prime doesn't ask you. Like, are you still watching this? Which I like. Yeah. Points. Points for them for that. I know, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I kind of like it because, you know, I have a problem with falling asleep on things and then waking up later. Mm-hmm. But it's nice to, like with Netflix, it's nice for them to just be like, okay, she's really probably not watching. I should probably ask. And then when I don't respond because I'm knocked out, you know, so be it. So I do kind of like it sometimes, but there are times where I'm like, okay, I just want to watch it. I'm like cleaning the house or I'm doing something mm-hmm. and I need this going in the background. I don't need to babysit you. I don't need to like tell you every every few hours that I'm watching. I'm still here. <laughs> like, let me be. I'm, I'm here. I promise. I haven't left you. I'm surprised someone hasn't found a hack or maybe they have. They just haven't told us. But there's, if there isn't a hack for going into your account to turn that off. Because that would be brilliant. There needs to be. I agree. Yeah. Or so, to time it or something. I don't know. During the hour, I don't know. I don't know. But th- there needs to be something there. Uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 is another one for me that I will just put on and it will just soothe me. Because I. Have you ever watched any of that before? Mystery Science Theater. I, yeah, I can't say that I have, but I, but I don't know that I haven't. That might be I'm something sure. I, I might need to uh, get you on because that has some brilliance in it as well. Because then I could have random references to it and then you at least you'll know what I'm talking about. Because, yeah. Are you adding to the homework <laughs> list? Is that what you're saying? I, I mean, I always am. I don't know why I'm feeling guilty <laughs> about it. I guess uh-huh. because I know how long the list is. Yeah. And I have no idea when you'll get to it. But it's... It's on that. I'll put it on that list for when, for exactly what you're talking about. When you're doing things around the house, and you just need something out of the background, this would uh, be one of those things. But I have to watch it first, and then I can memorize it so that when I do stuff around the house, I won't feel bad about like walking away or ignoring it. Mm. So it's a it's a method to my madness, and I don't think you quite understand that. I, I guess I guess it does make sense because it's the same way how I feel if I fall asleep on something. Like I mean, you, we literally just talked about it. So, mm-hmm. and then I'll wake up in the middle, missing like two or three episodes. Like, oh, now I got to go back. And, right, right. And I've spoiled things for myself doing that. Right. And it's the worst. Okay, the worst. The worst. Because you'll wake up just when that reveal happened. Like, how did we get here though? How do we get to that reveal? Exactly. And then you're like, oh, because I'm on episode 10 and I should really be on episode 7 or something. Right. And a Before. show I... Exactly. A show I recently started is Fleabag on Prime. It's also on, I guess, BBC. Keep hearing about it. So I'm like, okay, let me start it. But I got so, so sleepy that I fell asleep. And I think I woke up on like episode 3 or 4. And they're very short episodes, like 30 minutes or whatever. So... I think I saw the rest of episode one, I think. <laughs> so, yeah, I need to I need to go back. But I haven't done that yet, but I will. So, yeah, that's TV. And TV. I have not caught up on other... I'm trying to think what the last movie it was that I saw. I could easily go into my AMC account. But, yeah. Dark Phoenix is one of the movies I think we... One of the last ones I saw. I know you haven't seen it yet. <sighs> Keep forgetting about it, honestly. <laughs> it, it's, <laughs> I really and you're, do. And you're not. It's it's 
and it's not it's, even a big deal that I'm it forgetting. It isn't. It isn't because it's forgettable. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, it isn't a, for, a forgettable movie. It's too bad, so, but it, it that's it is what it is. I honestly think the last movie I saw was Endgame for the third or second. I saw it three times, right? I think you saw it three times. I think I saw it three times. Let's just say I did. So it was in-game after the third time. And I haven't been back to the movie since. And I can't confirm Dark Phoenix was the last movie I saw. And then before that, it was Godzilla twice. And then before that, for me, it was in-game. So you saw Godzilla before Dark Phoenix? I did. It came out a week before. Okay. And then I had to kill time until Dark Phoenix started, so I saw it again. (laughs) Ah. Yeah. Because I was already at the theater. I'm like, I don't want to go home or I don't want to leave from work and then go home and then come back out because, yeah, yeah, they're they're right there. I I feel that. Yeah. And my plan today after work was to go catch up and see like Toy Story 4, uh, Shaft, um, Rocket Man. But I had other things I needed to do. And plus, I was kind of sleepy. So I'm like, I don't want to, you know, I want to give my full attention and energy to the movie when the time comes. So I'm just going to go home and I'm glad that I did. Cause I passed out shortly after. So it was <laughs> well worth me coming home. And uh, yeah, that's, that was the plan. So I still have time later this week, hopefully mm-hmm. before end game and whatever mm-hmm. else might be coming out this week, which Wait. yeah, not going to see child's play. I am not. I, mm-hmm. I mean, you knew this, <laughs> but yes, I have no intention whatsoever seeing child's play i don't care to see brightburn as interesting as the concept is i don't yeah. wanna, i don't really care to see that either nah but i don't, I don't care for the the killing and and, and um spookums as much as i like spookums these are the kind of spookums i don't like i don't really care for the slasher horror type that's that's not for me yeah which Actually, it's pretty interesting because the next season of American Horror Story is going to be on the slasher genre. So, so conf- does that mean you're out? Or I, I think so. I, I am conflicted, but I feel like I'm leaning towards I'm going to be out. I'm going to set this one out. And I'll just like... I mean, we, we all have to stay in our lane. We all have to know, you know our boundaries. So if this is yours, then so be it. I think so. There's nothing think- wrong with that. Yeah, that okay. All right. Thank you. Make makes you feel a little better to, you know, to I'm gonna step away from this one. You guys have this one. And I'll get well, back to you guys later. You know how I feel about uh witches and such. And I was very sad that I could not watch American Horror Story Coven. Mm. But it just it just wasn't for me. Which for me I think is still I think up there for like the best season. I'm sh- I'm sure it was, but I just I watched the first episode and I was like no, no, nope. can't, can't, can't do it. No, nope. hmm. thank you. That was only the first episode. Yeah, yeah, that's why I was like, <laughs> I don't think I can. Uh, I don't think this show is for me. Mm. Oh, that's, that's what sad, they did last. Yeah, because last season they came back because they had to huh? fight a demon child. So, oh man, and I, in Coven, the Coven characters returned because they had to fight like a, a demon oh. child and whatever last season whatever number last season was i think it's seven yeah so it was almost like a continuation basically oh man and i yeah. missed it oh yeah mm-hmm. 
I mean, hey, it's on it's on the streams, so I ain't gonna do it though. <laughs> I know, I know, and I mean, you you'd have to pick a time when it's sunny outside and you can play your birds chirping music and everything. So that way, you cleanse the mind when you're finished, or immediately watch some cartoons, something. Yeah, something happy. Yeah. Because, yeah, last season got pretty dark. Like, ooh, like, I felt like, should I be watching this? Like, this this doesn't, like. <laughs> and felt. see, I got that vibe after the first episode. <laughs> like, I, the pilot did, <clears throat> excuse me, the pilot did what it was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it gives you a glimpse of what the, what this season's going to be like, what it's going to be about. And it worked for me. It was, uh. It told me, Courtney, you can't handle this. You know, <laughs> this stay is not in your for you. <laughs> this ain't for you. And sure enough, uh, I've heard the story and I'm like, oh God, I would never sleep. I would be haunted. So I'm glad I bowed out. So bow out, man, bow out. Know yourself. So would you say that you uh, acquiesced to this uh, decision? I would say that I acquiesced to this decision, yes. Fantastic, because that's today's word watch. Word watch. Yeah, that's a good word. It is, and I I decided that, okay, this has to be the word because I was listening to two separate podcasts and both of them used that word, like right back back to back. Like, how dare you? So, And I've always liked the word, just because it, it, it was even in a song, and I'm like, okay, that's, <laughs> or at the time, I didn't know what it was. I'm like, Wow, who, who's this songwriter just using this word? And then I had to look it up, and then yeah, so acquiesce is the word. And for those that aren't sure what it means, the definition is to accept something reluctantly but without protest. So, so just like you acquiesce that this that coven isn't for you, like you wanted to watch it, but you realize so that you bad. can't. So I'm like, you know what? So just bad, but you keep it. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. So always- the first time I remember, the first time I remember hearing that word is um, Captain Barbosa in Pirates of the Caribbean, the original, the OG. Okay. He was like, "Oh my gosh, I used to know this line." Um, oh, I'm gonna have to look it up. Something about I acquiesce to your request or something like that. Jeez. Mm. Okay, because I, I don't remember the lines that much, but that is where I got savvy from. <laughs> I'm pretty sure a lot of people. <laughs> oh, yeah. <sighs> just oh, now it's, it's killing you. You have to look it up. Oh, yeah, I got to look it up right this second. I was definitely aware that you were a fan of the movie. I just remember specifically, I think it was you who was most excited about this movie score, which is a very identifiable oh, yeah. oh, score. Favorite. Yeah, it's still one of my all-time favorite movie scores. Um, it's just so good. It's so good, and it's so distinguishable, and it's perfect for the movie. Perfect. So, and it yeah, is. I enjoy it. I still, I still love it. Even the later movies, even the ones that I haven't seen, the scores are still really good. Um, and that says something when the score is much better than the movie, but what? what else? You know, <laughs> well, judging. I mean, the sequels, I mean, but the first one was good. Like that was, that set oh, the yeah, precedent. I love so, it. I love the first three. I mean, they're, they're problematic after 
Like number two is you know it's pretty good. Number three has its issues, but I I love them all. <laughs> I, I just I love them. Four and it, five and whatever number they landed on, who knows? Because I didn't watch. But yeah, it was like I didn't watch the last one, which I think is the fifth one. And it was during a time where trilogies were like the thing because that yeah. was also when the Matrix trilogy was happening, and mm-hmm. I think maybe even the first Spider Man trilogy. And mm-hmm. some of them were better than others when it came to like when they knew like part two and three are coming. But for me, it really helps if you know, if you can tell a complete story within a movie, like you don't need to see part three, you don't need to see part one. And the only one that did that for me was Spider-Man two. So Spider-Man two, you didn't need to see the one after it, the one before it. And if anything, they even told you a little bit about what happened mm-hmm. in the first one. Uh, but the Matrix or Matrix Reloaded, as we both know, we are both fans. And um, I think mm-hmm. I want to make sure I use this word correctly. I want to say that we're apologists of it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we, we're both stands of it, basically. Like we, we yes. will defend it. To and, the death. Yes. If it comes to that. If it comes to that, we'll grab our pitchforks and spears or yep. whatever. Burn it down. So the quote, the quote was, I am disinclined to acquiesce to your request. Mm. How perfect is that? It's almost poetic. It's beautiful. That's why I couldn't remember it because it was just too pure for my mind. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, uh, that is correct. We are apologists of, uh, of um, the Matrix trilogy. Word watch. And oh, sorry. Let me hold on. Let me. Get that definition there for for other word nerds out there. It is a person who offers an argument in defense of something controversial. So a lot of people would say that they're not good movies, but here we are being apologists for them and saying, yes, they are. Yes, they are. They are flawed. They are flawed, yes. But they're still beautiful and masterpieces, if you will. (laughs) They are. I mean, if you take time, because a lot of people like to poke fun of that whole um, architect scene. Uh Uh-huh. You just take time and actually listen to what he's saying. It makes sense. He, he's not lying. Yeah. I mean, he, sure, he's verbose and has a lot of words, but that's what words are for, to be used for the intellectual people like ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then they get back to blowing stuff up and fighting and so forth. But, uh, yes, great. Um, trilogies. Got the Pirates trilogy, when the four and five, which I have not seen. And... Um, and I oh that's what I meant to check to see how well Toy Story Four is doing because I think that was like I don't know that kind of sets a new I don't want to say precedent but they've been waiting they've been doing them every couple of years and I just watched a video today how Pixar uses these sequels as an excuse to go back to their original production or whatever to say how much better they could they can do those things. And they were comparing Toy Story 1 to Toy mm-hmm. Story 4, but also going through the, the Pixar history and showing how each movie brought something new to the table, like okay. Monsters, Monsters, Inc. They mm-hmm. finally developed a software to, to do fur. So Okay. Okay. I did not know Pixar was always trying to outdo themselves. Mm-hmm. That's, that's basically what it came down to. So they keep using the new elements that they learned with each movie and mm-hmm. incorporating it in the next movie. Or at least a couple just, movies down. So, I feel like Pixar is one of those corporations that I kind of stand, kind of like Netflix. I stand mm-hmm. them like forever because I love 
at least the public persona, I love what they're doing. I love the innovation that they do. I love it, especially with Pixar, they have the Easter eggs and they, you know, there's a whole like fan theory out there that all of the Pixar um, movies and stories are in the same universe and like all of them. And it's just amazing. (laughs) The person who, um, oh, I forget his name, but I think it's John something, but he, the way that he laid it out and he has the whole timeline and, oh, just, just the connections that are made. And I want to say that somebody at Pixar confirmed it or said that he wasn't wrong or something. And, but even before that, I was just like, you know what, this is, this is canon. He's right. This John guy, he's doing the thing. It's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's amazing. And I mean, when you put even, in the research like he did, yeah. I mean, you're right. It's canon. Okay. Yeah. But even then, like uh, the the amount of Easter eggs, the amount of work, the amount of attention to detail that Pixar pays to each and every one of its stories and its characters, I just I have to I have to stand. I have no ch- other choice but to stand. Mm-hmm. Pixar is doing a fantastic job, and I I would like to work for them, but I feel like that's such a high standard. To like if to get a one of your stories made into a movie or to be a director, um, I not that I want to get to that level. I don't know. I don't know. I, w- I would just like to. I wouldn't mind being an intern there <laughs> to start out with, just to say, oh yeah, I worked at Pixar. I've I've seen the secrets, but I can't tell you any of them. So, it it would be nice. I would like to visit them, and just see how they work, even though they have tons of documentaries out there. But still. Or maybe if I get a short, I'll get a short made. How about that? That's that's less pressure. Mm, okay. <laughs> oh, go well, Pixar, Pixar has a, a formula um, that they use. So that's right. I think form- you showed me this. Mm-hmm. Learn the formula, study it, study the study it in action with the movies that they made and even the shorts, mm-hmm. um, and go go with that. Simple as that. In, in theory, <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say, yeah, that, that's that, yeah. I don't know about that simple part, but okay, yeah, I'll give it a mm-hmm. shot. Um, but yeah, I'll go back and do that a little later. Um, I thought I had a space segment, uh, but I was, and I'm putting it to a vote. I'm asking your opinion first, Courtney, but I'm also going to maybe put it out for the listeners. They can get back to me. Uh, write to in do pod at gmail.com or hit me on Twitter. But should we just do a space segment and then have its own thing? Cause I, I keep combining the spookums zone with space stuff. And I don't necessarily mean to keep doing that. So what do you have any? So, so either keep them separate or continue combining them. Well, yeah, if I should make a separate segment, because right now my, my theme in my head, if we're going to do a space segment, I'll just be a space, space. because we're going to talk about space. Um, honestly, either one is fine. I, I like a space segment, though, because it's not always spooky. Right. Not, most time. Well, hmm. oh, the yeah, nature like, of space is spooky, but. <laughs> occasionally there's things that, that aren't spooky like well yeah they, let's keep them separate like they recently found the um, some kind of I didn't really research it but I just happened to come across it I'm like oh that's interesting and I just took a mental note that uh, they found the Star Trek insignia 
on Mars. I think it was Mars. What? It's either Mars or the moon, but I think it might be Mars. Probably the moon. Yeah, but it was but it was the there. Insignia? Oh, I want to know. I want to see it. Yeah, I know. I, I came across it, and I I mean, it's not in my notes. It just happened to come up as I was reading something else entirely that's on my notes. Oh, because I was trying to determine whether or not the actual thing I wrote in my notes qualifies as something to be in the spookum zone. But let me look this up really quick. Uh, Star Trek Insignia. I don't even know how to spell it. Oh, there it is. Okay. But um, what's actually written in my notes is, and I don't know if you've heard about this either, but due to use in cell phones, like our use in cell phones, we're actually growing horns. What? Yeah. Like not, right now? Well, maybe not us, but probably the next generation and then definitely the generation after that, if we keep doing what we're doing and holding the phones in our hands and looking down at them. Okay. Uh, there was some kind of uh, like x-ray visuals to show that there's like little bones or something that bone spurs that are growing mm-hmm. like from the back of our necks or from like the base of our skull. That's not creepy. Yeah. So <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. And it was a little because what grabbed me was the headline. Definitely like mm-hmm. our, our humans are growing horns. And I'm thinking, you know, the horns that grow out of your forehead. But no, yeah. these are the horns that are growing out of the back of your head. So they're to, not even the cool horns. They're not. They're they're even strange because I feel like if you were to lift your head up, then those horns will start to dig into your neck further or something. I don't know. It that just, would just mess things up worse. Right. Or we're just going to be genetically always looking down. And then then that's going to be one of those phrases, those turns of phrase you can't say anymore. It's like, why are you looking so down? Because your head's always going to be down. Because <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> yeah. I was genetically Literally. made this way. My <laughs> parents' parents were always stuck on their phones. So that's why I'm always looking down. Wow. It means they're going to be never- missing. Look, what? I'm never touching my phone again, <laughs> ever. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, like, wow, this is like a Black Mirror episode, but coming to life. Right. Oh. Yeah. I mean, the next thing is that this is just going to make it even easier for us to hold our phones. It's just going to be uh, an implant in our phone or in our hands. And it's just going to get worse. And we're not going to see the sky anymore. Aliens are going to come to us and we're not going to see them because we're too busy looking down at our phones. So it's... Well... <laughs> You know, the Matrix said that we were in the sixth iteration of the experiment. So <laughs> who knows? Maybe we're at like number, what, that was 99. Maybe we're still in the sixth iteration. They they might reboot before the horns start growing within our pods. So. I hope so. Yeah. Wait, uh, I don't hope so. Wait, I don't know. <laughs> I'm confused. Wake up, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll move on to something a little lighter then, because I feel that creeped you out a little bit. If, if yeah. that's the case, mission accomplished, because that's that's what the spookum zone is all about, just to creep you out. That is my job. Um, but I do want to, in in lieu of a Black History fact, Black History, Black History, Black History, Black History facts. I do want to celebrate. This is more of a salute, but a mm-hmm. salute to marijuana Pepsi Van Dyke. <laughs> I'm sorry. Doctor. Doctor 
marijuana Pepsi Van Dyke to you. Well, to everyone, mm-hmm. because she has a PhD now. Mm-hmm. This is Ian. Huh? Oh, yes. Ian. I was going to read her little thing here, but her yes. PhD is in higher education leadership. I thought it was in something was you... about the evolution of black names. Oh, no, that was her, her dissertation. Oh, okay, okay. Got it, got it. So, yes, Marijuana Pepsi's mother told her that her birth name would take her places, and she wasn't wrong. After a she life spent... Mind. I'm sorry. It's okay. No, <laughs> yeah, this is your, your, your side commentary is accepted and welcomed. Um, okay. After a life spent being mocked for having an unusual name, the 46-year-old seized on her experience to earn a PhD in higher education leadership. Her dissertation focused on unusual names naturally. As of last week... Um, oh, yeah, okay, the last week. This is only two days ago. As of last week, Marijuana Pepsi is now Dr. Marijuana Pepsi Van Dyke for her dissertation titled Black Names in White Classrooms, colon, Teachers, Teacher Behaviors and Student Perceptions. Van Dyke interviewed students and concluded that participants with distinctly black names were subject to disrespect, stereotypes, and low academic and behavioral expectations. This resulted in strained relationships, change in future career choices, and self-esteem issues, spelling fewer educational and economic opportunities for students of color. Oops. Uh, In school, Van Dyke says her name elicited the strongest reactions from white teachers, um, and she's speaking a lot of a lot of other people were thinking that her mom or my mom was smoking marijuana and drinking Pepsi, she tells NPR, and the black community were used to having names that are more cultural. She asked her mom, who also gave birth to daughters Rod and Kimberly, regular names, uh, many times about how she got her name. And she just, and this is her speaking again. She says, or she just shared that she felt a kinship with me and she felt this name would take me around the world. So it goes on, but I just wanted to get to that part. Didn't she also, didn't they like want to... Um, almost not issue her the her doctorate because of her name. Um, I remember seeing something along those lines. Yeah, that's why I get for not reading the whole entire article. I didn't want to read it because I felt it was too long to read. I just because for me, I just wanted to know like, well, what did her mom? What is there a reason? Yeah, what why was her, her mom thinking? But it was that particular reason. She said that she felt that this would take her places. Um, Interesting. But, yeah, but either way, she did. She succeeded. She's a doctor, <laughs> a teacher. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. I but, still don't know where I feel, where I fall on it. You know. I know. I'm it, super proud of her for like doing the thing, and I mean, getting a getting a doctorate is crazy, and it's it's difficult under any circumstances but the added the added bonus of having a very distinct name um it's just wow it's mm-hmm. just it's very interesting it is and this particular article does not say anything about um them not wanting to give her the certificate not certificate the degree it could be in another article but this one doesn't say anything about it but she just talks about how she she actually takes pride in her name. She welcomes people that come up to her and ask her about it. And like, really? Like, so yeah. So yeah, she's, uh, 
she accepts it. She's she's prideful, and and and, and even in that, that's great because I know there are people out there that don't like their name, right? Um, or sometimes something comes along and and they start to you know disassociate from it. But at the, yeah. the, on the same time, there's people who really embrace it or yeah. their name. So good for her. Yeah, good so, for her. So we we salute you, Doctor, because those letters mean things. So. Awesome for her. What else did I have here? Um, we talked about. Uh, oh, we talked about all those things already. Okay, cool. I was gonna mention uh, Betty, but we did talk about Betty. And we do first thing. <laughs> yes. So I do want to give a shout out to CarMax because that is where I got my car. This hey, is hey, hey, this hey. is an unpaid sponsor. Uh, we really gotta get some sponsors in there. I thought about it that today. Like, what if a place like Third Love? Were to say, hey, you know, we'll we'll sponsor your your podcast. I'm like, okay, cool. We Even should do it. I'm I'm all for it. I I'll be here to talk about bras because why not? Mm-hmm. I mean, women need them. Half half the world's population. Half the world population need them. I mean, even mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure anyone. If you feel that you have breasts that need support, no so matter love what, is your, got your back. It, you they, know, they got. There's probably back support to it. And your well. front. <laughs> well, that's what a bra is for is the front support. Yeah. Well, the front end. The, I mean, if you don't have a good bra and you don't have that good support, it does affect your back and your and your neck and all of that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it is. They literally got your back. And the people at Third Love know that. I do not mm-hmm. because I do not wear bras. So, <laughs> see, then this. And this is why we'd be here to share it. And I feel like my listener base is mostly women. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I cannot confirm that. I don't get too much feedback from the listeners. Wink, wink, hint, hint. Um, what what else can you do that works audio that you're trying to poke at your listener mm-hmm. for them to? I don't. I can't think of any other cues other than to say, "Hey, hey, listener, I'm talking to you." Yeah, you. I know you're you're kind of looking at yourself right now. You're pointing at yourself. Yeah, I'm talking about you. Yeah. You want to get your phone out and just send a, a, a an email or a, or a tweet or something. Add Indube. Say hi, I'm listening, and then you know, hashtag Indubepod or something. I don't know, something like that. Third Love. This podcast is not brought to you by Third Love, but it could be. That was the commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> but I was talking about CarMax. Wow, I jumped from cars to bras. Wow. But CarMax, uh, they they were great. Worked with some great people. Um, very slow stress. Like the favorite thing that they kept saying to me because I worked with two different people, and I believe both of them kept saying no worries, and mm-hmm. it was oddly actually very soothing. The fact that they kept repeating that. So I feel like that was a corporate thing. Like they was like, okay, now when you're dealing with your customers, do be sure to keep saying not a problem, no worries. And it, it I think if that is something that they did, then it does work. Because it mm-hmm. really called me because normally I'm kind of uptight, like, okay, they're trying to upsell me. When are they going to try to get me to buy some um, floor mats or something? I don't know, something I don't need. And <laughs> and even when they were asking me about accessories, they're like, you know, this will affect your um, monthly payments or the overall cost. Like, we can see what it looks like. Just add it on, but you don't have to take it. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And if, mm-hmm. it, if it was something that I should have gotten, like something like the Max Care, which is basically just giving you extra care later on some should something happen then that's something they'll stress a little bit more but it's worth it 
And yeah. and even afterwards, I have a friend of mine, uh, shout out to Chris, one of the few male people that have confirmed that they do listen. Hey, how you doing? Uh, he used to work at CarMax, and he uh, followed up with me. He was like, you got the you got the CarMax, um, not the CarMax, the uh, Max Care thing, right? I'm like, I did get it, and so <laughs> so yeah, that, I made the right choice. So it was good. Nice. Yes. Awesome. And the Honda Fit is a hatchback. I've never had a hatchback before. Well, this is on my third car, but I've never driven one. So it's not bad. It's a nice nice little... Uh, someone described it as sporty, a sporty little car. It gets me where I got to go. And uh, I like it so far. It's only been a couple days, but I like it. Awesome. And we talked about it before, that it's peace of mind that you... Um, are not going to be stopping, you know, unless you choose to. Yes. You know. Yes. All kinds of stuff. There's because as much as I love Alice, um, having had that car for the last ten years, uh, mm-hmm. there were issues. The engine lights coming on that I couldn't turn off because they would cost too much to get them fixed, and mm-hmm. Alice started making noises that she doesn't normally supposed to make. Yet the person who uh, one of the people I dealt with with CarMax, uh, he actually liked the noise. And I'm like, yeah, that's not a good thing. That means the muffler is about to fall off right now. So, <clears throat> yeah. He's like, oh, no, but yeah, I like that loud good. noise. I was like, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. And it costs too much to get it fixed. So, mm-hmm. I'm like, yep, yeah, now's the time. And Alice and I had our last drive. I was going to say our nice, quiet drive, but it was not quiet. But <laughs> we had our last <laughs> drive. Through the the countrysides and uh, getting to CarMax and then signing my life away for for Betty, so it was it was a good trade, mm-hmm. one Honda for another. Mm-hmm. So, so so Betty is is now. Oh, by the way, I I again I don't think people realize how how much of a blessing first of all this car is because of in the car Al, or Alice because I've gone through so much with that car, but. Mm-hmm. I've also been without a car radio for many ever yeah years yeah mm-hmm. years. So the fact that I can actually listen to first a radio station, but then I can also listen to whatever's on my phone through the car radio speakers, that is a huge blessing. Like a lot of people might take for granted. So you could just imagine going to work every morning, every morning for a couple of years in silence, if you can imagine that. Mm-mm. Torture sounds like yeah. literal, literal torture. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be dramatic or anything. Just a little. That's just a little. You know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we we did talk a lot about movies today and, and TV shows, so I, I <laughs> the theatrics will be in there, but right. But no, no, and it was actually really weird this morning. Like I went to work and listening to the radio, I'm like, ooh, this is this is new, and. Uh, <laughs> Today was the first day you drove to work listening to the radio? Yes. What? I, I know. I know. Oh, well, you just got your car, what, Friday? And yeah. It's, it's officially Monday? Yeah. So, okay. so I got it. That makes yeah, sense. I got it Friday afternoon. So Saturday I drove and I actually listened to, I think, a podcast on the radio. Or not on the radio, mm-hmm. but like through the speakers. And mm-hmm. then Sunday was music. And then that's when it actually hit me. I was like, I'm, I'm driving in Betty. I should be listening mm-hmm. to Betty Swan, and yeah, I'm, I'm going to do a video later so I can so other people can understand the importance, like significance. Like this is Betty Swan. This is why I named her Betty, and plus she looks like a Betty too. So 
So there's there's that. I did have other suggest- suggestions for names, but I think those might be for future cars. I still would like an SUV, even though I know they're gas gu- guzzlers. And I feel like Aretha would be a name for an SUV. But Aretha? Yeah. Cause like, okay. Because she's, she's powerful. Like, she's, she'll pack a punch. I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, but yeah, yeah I feel like yeah, maybe that. It's either Aretha or Otis. Because those were two names that were suggested to me, and I like them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I've also I I prefer having like more of the feminine names. Well, maybe an SUV can be a male, I suppose. I tried to see if I could you know gender swap a name, which is why Samantha became or Sam Cook became Samantha, mm-hmm. and Al Green became Alice. So yeah, but we'll worry about that, and then a few years from now when the next car comes. Right now mm-hmm. is Betty's time. We're going to enjoy Betty. Mm-hmm. We're going to treat yep. Betty very well. Yes. That's right. That is correct. Does your car have a name? She doesn't. Um, and she she kind of moves between being a she and a he. Okay. And then an it. So, you know, she she doesn't really. <sighs> so, yeah. <laughs> but no, she doesn't have a name. My previous car did. Um. She wasn't Betty. What was her name? Bertha? Not Bertha. I feel like Bertha would be a name. <laughs> Probably a lot of Berthas well, out there. My brother's car is is Bertha. Bertha. So it's not that, but it was something very like. Wasn't Gertrude? It was something. Mm. I can't even remember, but it was like a very a, strong, like an old lady. Very, yeah, very strong name. Um, but yeah, this car doesn't have a name. We just, we, but we connect on a different level. We don't even have to like call each other's names. Mm-hmm. She's a good car and you know, she takes care of me and that's all that matters. So Ooh, yeah. you call her by her ancient name. I think that's a line on a song that you sent me. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's so. exactly right. Or at least there's two songs. There's one song I sent you. I think that says that. And there's one song you sent me. There's, they play on that theme, mm-hmm. which I like. It's also very poetic. It's very poetic. Mm-hmm. Yes. I feel like we might have yes. to start another playlist. Of, I'm down. Yeah, of of songs that just have these. I don't know. I guess like I guess well written songs. Maybe I think maybe that's what I want to go with. Okay. There are some really really great lyricists, and I mean the, I mean the songs are good too, obviously. But and I would have to limit myself to only put maybe one Hosier song on there because I would probably put like entire albums because <laughs> mm-hmm. he's like one of my favorites. But um, yeah. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll work out. We'll we'll talk th- about that off mic, and then that might be a Patreon thing that shows up later. Cool. I'm so, down. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Um, I had other music news, but I think I will save that off mic because that doesn't really have anything to do with the show. And mm-hmm. you'll be like, oh, that's exciting. So it has to do with M- <laughs> uh, Emily King, who you also introduced me to. So Sweet. Have you heard of her new album? Oh, I haven't. You're missing out on everything. Look. See, what would you do without me? <laughs> hey, life is, is happening. Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> It is happening. Uh, I mean, have you met Betty? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. Um, I think that just about does it. So, is there uh, anything that you'd like to shout out or, or things you want people to check out? 
any recommendations? That's that's the new thing oh, that we goodness. should be having. Recommendations. Um, let's see. Hmm. Um, you caught me off guard. I know that that was something I, I keep meaning to add to our thing as we're signing out because I feel like people should know where to find us. This is episode 103, so should kind of know, but maybe don't. I mean, we're still getting new listeners, so I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want like, to like exclude those people. You know? Yeah, right. Um, gosh. Well, as you I'm think about to, that, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm have to I'm, think on the recommendations because <laughs> I'm I'm trying to think as well because I mean, could, it could be anything. It could be a book. Could be a podcast. It could be a TV show, whether okay. it's streaming or terrestrial. I feel okay. like I want to say it's terrestrial. Whatever, um, or movies, of course. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I mean, cause I've seen so many things lately. I uh-huh. still, you know, I'm going to go back to something I actually have seen a while ago, but I still think about, and that is a show called abstract, which is on Netflix and you don't okay. have to watch the entire season, but you can just pick any episode that might tickle your fancy. I Why would I've, I do that though? Yeah. You would want to watch it all. I mean, you personally, yes, you would want to watch oh. them all. But some of them are more, for me, some of them are more interesting than others because they all focus on different art forms and Okay, artists. so it's not like episodic. It isn't, no. Okay. It's more like a, a, a slice of life for each person. Like today we're going to focus on this photographer and then today we're going to focus on this graphic designer. So there's no connective tissue other than the fact that these are all creators making things and you get to see their process. Gotcha. So I'd recommend that. And as I said um, that, I lied because I discovered oh. something else for self-care. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's called Moving Art. It's also on Netflix. And mm-hmm. you know those nature documentaries where you've got some guy just telling you about like how the flowers are blooming and whatever. You see all the flowers blooming in slow motion mm-hmm. or whatever. It's that, but without the guide narrating. So you just see the flowers blooming and it's just that. I mean, each episode, again, is different. You've got your deserts, yeah. you've got your oceans, but there's no person narrating. It's just that. Gotcha. That so sounds you, kind of awesome. Yeah. So if you need to chill out and just have this wash over you, mm-hmm. that's that's the show for you. It's called Moving Art, and I believe it's two seasons. might be one season. I'm, I'm not sure, but there's plenty of episodes to choose from. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I am reading a book. I'm watching a few things, but like I'm rewatching stuff, so nothing really new. I did watch Always Be My Maybe, mm-hmm. um, which was excellent. I loved it, and you know, it's great. As but much I'm, everyone's talking about, I still have not watched it yet. Well, I just watched it like yesterday or day oh. before, so <laughs> like I just watched it too. But it is it is good. It's pretty funny, and I liked it. It was really good. Um, okay. I'm a huge fan of Ali Wong, so. Really, anything that she does, I kind of want to be a part of, and I'm going to, like, promote. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I just love her, and I loved her in this movie. Um, but one thing I am, um, I'm reading a book called Cinder. It is a Cinderella retelling, and it is not nearly as cheesy or as bad as I thought it would be. Mm. It's by Marissa Meyer, and basically Cinder, who is you know, the C- Cinderella figure in the story is a cyborg. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. This is sometime in the future um, where cyborgs and androids and, of course, humans exist along with folks who live on the moon. They're from Earth, but they now inhabit the moon. And it's just such an interesting... It's such an interesting retelling. It's, you know, there's a lot of retellings where they're like just modernized mm-hmm. versions of the same story with a little bit here and there that's that's different. But I mean, I'm in chapter, I don't know, 12 maybe. And it's just taken such a different turn than I thought it would even for even several chapters back. And I don't know, it's just very, it's very digestible. Like the chapters are pretty, um, short which is not a prereq for me but it's it i do like to kind of track my progress with the book yeah it does i mean Mm. if they were longer that would be fine because the the movie the movie the book moves Mm -hmm. um at a really good pace but um chapters are are really pretty easily digestible and um the story is is really neat it's just it's just a good book Mm. and so i recommend it listen to it read it you know Get it in your brain. I mean, I think you did kind of having it at Cyborg and then the moon. So I'm like, oh, oh. Yeah, like, I know, right? Like if I was a cartoon. I didn't expect that. Yeah. I didn't expect the moon part, at least. The if Cyborg was, part, I kind of knew, but yeah. Yeah, if I was a cartoon, you would have heard sound effects of my eyebrows like going up. Like, <laughs> like oh, perk, yeah. perk, what? And mm-hmm. I would have sprouted a third eyebrow because of just, you know, just everything you're saying. So, mm-hmm. It does sound interesting. Yeah, it's 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 a really interesting take on it. So, and there's like a whole series um, where there's other retellings of different like fairy tales. There's there's Little Red Riding Hood. There's Rapunzel. There is Snow White, I believe, or Sleeping Beauty. One of those, or both, maybe. But even then, like the it's very similar to like the American Horror Story series. Well, where each season includes the same actors but the story is different Mm -hmm. so in this case in it's called the lunar chronicles in each book it's a different retelling of a different story story a fairy tale um but i believe they're somehow connected now i i don't know the details on how they're connected but i was told that they are so we're gonna go there so yeah i'm pretty excited about this series and um, I recommend it. All right. And it is in my library, the audiobook. So Sweet. I might possibly check that out. Go for it. If I can finish catching up with all my podcasts. But yes, I will definitely mm-hmm. do that. So where can people find you if they're looking for you on like interwebs or what have you? The people can find me on the interwebs, specifically on the Twitters at IMK Hinton. Um, yeah, that's the best place to find me (laughs) when I'm there occasionally. Okay. Well, same with me. Um, although I feel like I haven't been on as much lately these days. It's just, well, it's been busy and, uh, Mm -hmm. oh, I might pop on just to say some random thing that might not have anything to do with anything. Just like, huh, here's a thought. Uh, yeah, but yeah, you can follow me on all things at Indube and go to Indube.com to find the T Public Store for merch and the Patreon to support and get perks. Ask us questions by emailing Indube 
pod at gmail.com. So please, please. I mean, you can ask us questions. You can also give us comments. Um, we like all that stuff. And um, now that I have a new phone, I can um, I actually link to that account. So I'll actually get those emails versus checking it occasionally on a computer once in a while. I don't know why I didn't link it before. I don't know. Courtney, where were you? You were supposed to be there to let me know. You, you, uh, I'm so sorry. I'm so okay. sorry. I've, I failed you. I'm sorry. It's, all, it's okay. We're all good now. We're caught up. Please rate, comment, and share the pod on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, and Podbean. Apparently, all those rating systems and things work. So if you do listen regularly, and please drop us a comment on those devices, not devices, sites, if you can, please reach out to us. We love you. We want to just hug you digitally in our own separate rooms um thank you so much for supporting listening stopping by and pressing play tell someone you value that you value them live without regrets and live for the folks you love i've been your benevolent host t sterling watson and remember if the world didn't suck we'd all fall off stay fresh cheese bags The Indu Podcast is recorded in a studio somewhere on planet Earth. The Indu Podcast is part of the Indu Network. And if you'd like to get in contact with the Indu Podcast, please email indubpod at gmail.com. That is indubpod at gmail.com. You can find the Indu Podcast on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Google Play, and of course, Podbean, or wherever podcasts may be procured. If you'd like to find out more information, please visit Indube.com, where you can find our store, the blog, and of course, our Patreon, if you'd like to support and donate and find more perks and fun things to listen to and watch. For Chief, DJ Joe Daddy, Billford, this is T. Sterling Watson signing off. Thank you so much for listening. Use your words, Chief. <laughs> Good boy. This has been another... 3SFX Production.